Welcome to Comically Inclined! <laughs> Thank you, Heather. Uh, so, like I said, we're just hanging out tonight. Um, feel free to drop into the chat. Just uh, We'll be here. Um, I'm working on some merch designs, and uh, everybody's got a little bit going on. Uh, here you go. Thank you. Landon's, uh, Landon's going to be borrowing my Mac for whatever. Uh, just make sure that uh, you go into... Uh, uh, incognito mode if you're going on anything uh inappropriate oh don't worry i know how to handle this stuff <laughs> <laughs> he's got uh, it handled so what is up everybody we did not pre-show on uh tiktok because i'm going to be using my tablet that uh i usually go live on tiktok on so just our normal studio cameras uh and uh you get this one shot we won't be switching uh, camera angles so uh, feel free to ask any questions you may have while we're in chat. Uh, we can AMA. We can definitely AMA if you guys want to do an AMA. I'm going to keep saying AMA. I don't know how many questions I can answer, but... I think you I think you could answer some questions. I mean, you're 22 years old. I'm sure you know a little bit about everything. You can just or, make stuff up. I know when I was 22, I knew everything, which hasn't changed. <laughs> Same. I do know that every time I think I know everything, I find out that I don't know everything. But then I get to where I feel like I know everything again, you know? And then I'm like... Just play along. Yeah, and then everybody, like, you know, usually comes together and knock me down a peg. And then I'm like, oh, you guys are right. I, I got some things to learn. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy Rings of Power. The episodes, uh, I, I don't get that they're kind of mad. I, I kind of... Um, I think that... You kind of have to embrace some some slower storytelling with with Tolkien. I mean, especially with the Silmarillion, it's a it's a history text. So, I mean, even doing your best to punch that up, it's still kind of like reading a a history textbook. But I think I love I love what they're doing with Galadriel because even in the Silmarillion, she's not really talked about as far as like her young life. Uh, she's just kind of in there. Um, ooh, two different time periods with characters. That's interesting. So it'd be kind of like a, um, kind of like Witcher season one, where you know they're on two different time, two different exactly. paths. Three actually, um, two different, three different periods of time all converging at the end, which would be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, because uh, I actually saw um, my favorite uh, um, Tolkien lore uh, TikToker posted a theory the other day that there were five comments and not just one. Because uh, it shows five different groups seeing the comets that land, and it might actually be the five different wizards landing in Middle-earth. Nick Beck, sexual reproduction has existed for over 2 billion years, and the water of Earth is just recycled via evaporation, which means that every drop of water has been semen at some point. That's kind of a beautiful thing, yeah. That's pretty gross. So <laughs> I guess when people ask you, like, what's the flavor of water, the appropriate <laughs> response will be recycled semen. Semen. Wait, is that why the oceans are all salt water? <laughs> Hot damn. <laughs> we just figured it out. We have solved the mystery. Uh, I, I know this is going to be a loaded question, but Landon, how do you know that semen is salty? We don't have to go there. <laughs> he knows things. Listen, if, if college ain't the time to learn. <laughs> oh. 
So again, we are uh, hanging out in the studio. If you're just tuning in, it's just kind of a low frills episode. Not going to be doing any of our segments. Blake and Brittany are both taking a down week. Um, so we're just going to hang out. I've got some uh, merch design I'm working on. I'll show you guys kind of some of the stuff I've got going on. I've got one I'm really excited about because I think I'm getting ahead of a, uh, a major plot point from She-Hulk and the uh, the MCU going forward, and I'm, I'm really trying to get this thing done so I can get it out ahead of, of the reveal. Um, cool, 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 Well, anyway, uh, we're here interacting in chat, doing an AMA, which uh, means ask me anything, um, and I will I will answer them. So uh, I honestly, and, and this is probably going to be controversial to say this, but I think She-Hulk is my favorite MCU series so far. I'm I think it. That way. I think it tops everything else. I really, really am, am loving this series. I like Loki just because I like him. Yeah. Like it didn't really matter what happened. Well, I just don't end any of the episodes feeling like I've wasted some of my time. And with all of the other MCU series, no matter how good the episodes were, there was a point in them where I was like, "Let's move the story along. Let's do something." Right. You know. Get to the point. <laughs> and I'm just not feeling that with She-Hulk. I'm I'm really just enjoying them from beginning to end. I haven't seen any She-Hulk, so I can't really comment. That's Although, okay. I am, I do lurk on the uh, some of the social media, some of the Marvel groups online. Yeah, they are really heavily divided on She-Hulk. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough crowd for sure. Uh, and it's, I don't want to say that every person that has a problem with She-Hulk is in some way misogynistic, but there is a definite strong backlash to every single female superhero thing that they put out um like black widow everybody hates black widow captain marvel gets nothing but hate uh wandavision i guess kind of got mixed reviews but um that wasn't just wanda by herself either it was her and vision um yeah but uh and and then she hulk is getting a ton of hate just from all sorts of people, but I don't. I don't, I don't see it. I love the show. Uh, hey, Danny, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck ate Big Macs? How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck ate Big Macs? So let's see. Um, I would have to assume that if the primary diet of a woodchuck was in fact a Big Mac, and I don't believe that uh, are are woodchucks omnivores. I believe they are actually. I think they will eat meat. No? Yeah. I don't know. Well, they, their diet is definitely protein-based because they eat nuts and berries. Uh, so I would imagine that they can be omnivores. Let's see. Do woodchucks... Are woodchucks omnivores? <laughs> Googling it now. Do, do, do. I need, these are the questions that we need to be answering. Are woodchucks... I'm just getting plants, vegetables, omnivores. things like that. Go... Muskrats, raccoons, capybaras. What does a woodchuck eat? Mainly vegetarians. Woodchucks feed on a variety of grasses and chickweeds, clover, plantains, and many varieties of wild and cultivated flowers. Uh, okay, so they can't eat meat. So since they can't eat meat, if their primary diet was Big Macs, I would have to assume they're eating the Big Mac in this scenario. So... Uh, not much because they're going to be violently ill. So the answer to your question is, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck ate Big Macs? And the answer is none uh, because he would be violently ill and only be chucking up Big Macs. 
Nice. I'm glad we I'm glad we settled that. I was uh, this is one of those topics that like will go down in history is like hotly de- uh, debated like what came first the chicken or the egg you know and we solved it we did that's what we're here for you know answer the big questions yes this intellectual podcast <laughs> mysteries of life this uh, we could turn this into a uh, um, what are those called the uh, where they make noises and they talk really oh, soft oh, ASMR. ASMR, yeah, yeah we could make this into an ASMR stream for I can't, I can't the do next it. hour. Talk very softly. Crinkly paper. That's the <laughs> that's the sound of my crawl. pen <laughs> on the uh, the microphone. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not. Uh... Have you ever seen like the the mics that are made specifically for ASMR? Uh huh. Yeah, they're stupid expensive. I know that uh, our friend Corey Peck does an ASMR stream, and he just uses a Blue Yeti um, for his ASMR stream. So. I mean, I guess technically anything will work, as long as it's quality, I guess. Yeah. Anything can be ASMR if you believe in yourself. That's another thing we've learned here. We need to be tracking all the lessons we're learning today. Yeah, Heather, is this your first time on screen behind the desk? I think so, other than like sitting there when you're fixing something. Okay. How's it feel? Weird. Yeah. Okay. I got to finish these trivia questions for the uh, next Interabang superhero trivia segment we do. I Did you see that I named the mystery segment? Oh, I didn't. It's uh, Interabang, which is the uh, name of the symbol that's an exclamation mark and then a question mark okay. together. It's called I an Interabang. So we're, it had a name. Uh, yeah. That's, it's got a name. And it's a sexy name, you know? It's Sounds different. like you're... Asking serious questions while doing it. <laughs> a railroad crossing without any cars. How do you spell that without any R's? A railroad crossing without any cars. How do you spell that without any R's? It's T-H-A-T, my guy. T-H-A-T. Going to have to get up a little bit early in the morning if you want to catch the Nerd King off guard. <laughs> She-Hulk is bad. Danny just likes whatever the newest thing is. He said the same shit about the terrible Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel was good, too. Sorry, you're too. sorry you're drinking all that haterade. It was a little bit kiddy, I but I get why. Yeah. But I still liked it. Hmm. I did like it better than WandaVision. I didn't care for it till like the last two episodes. Yeah. The weird sitcom setup had me confused at the beginning. I don't know. I'm kind of a television and film nerd, so seeing them go through all the different uh like the evolution of sitcoms that I found really interesting, but it was, I was just confused at the beginning. So I'm like, what are we doing here? And then once I, I, I got liked, it, it made it better. I like the homage to, um, the classic black and white, like sitcoms, like, uh, I love Lucy and, um, my three sons and, and stuff like that. Uh, I thought that was fun. I thought that whole thing was fun. I, I actually anticipated us getting more of that as opposed to less of it, where they jumped through some more right. sitcoms time periods and it stayed in the story a little bit longer. Um, I honestly, and it is not just me liking the newest thing, I genuinely, genuinely reflecting on She-Hulk, I think it's great. I really do. I uh, I will rewatch this series. I've already rewatched the first uh, five episodes uh, a couple of times. 
it's just good. And I think that it's also intentionally setting up some much bigger stuff for the, the MCU in a way that the other series that we've been anticipating setting up big things haven't done. I think that they're throwing a lot of new characters in. They're using it as a platform to introduce uh, a bunch of random villains and expand the MCU. Um, so I, I, I just love it. I, I love the uh, cameo of the week setup. I like that. That really makes me happy. Uh, you like the joke of a movie Thor Love and Thunder too. Uh, you may consider that uh, Thor Love and Thunder heavily features a female version of Thor and is catching a lot of hate and that there's this very strong trend of anything featuring a strong female tends to get nerd hate. I'm not saying that that's like every single person who just likes these things is like, women suck and I'm a man and I'm super strong, but... Like, I don't have a problem with it, and I I genuinely enjoy these things, and I think maybe that's the hiccup. I thought it was a little corny, but we're, we're re-watching all the movies now, and re-watching it, Thor is kind of corny. Yeah. Or goofy it, as a character, it's so inti- it, it like, makes sense. The majority of Thor's history, he's been a joke like that. Doctor Strange was awesome. Oh, man. I'm just so divided with you on this, Ben. And usually we, we pretty much agree on nerd shit, but um, I loved I loved every second of Doctor Strange. I don't have a second of that movie I don't like. Uh, even, like, rewatching it, I, I just enjoy it beginning to end. I think it was really, really good. I think we expected too much out of the last Doctor Strange, and that's why a lot of people are disappointed. Ben, I'm not calling you sexist. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm not I'm not calling you sexist. That is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that there is this as you look at like not necessarily your opinion. I don't think that's true for you. But I think that as you look at this trend on the Internet of just everything with a strong female lead being hated on, um, there seems to be a lot of angry trolls on the Internet. And their biggest reason for hating a thing isn't because the movie is inherently bad. I've sat through some terrible, terrible superhero movies that I still kind of like. I just and I don't see that in any of the modern uh, MCU movies. I just think that the 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 dislike is compounded by the fact that most of your internet trolls are chauvinists. They sit in their mom's basement. They think they're the prime idea of what a woman would want, and you know don't understand that you can't just like do a set certain of, amount of things, and girls have to like you. Like women have a choice in these things, and they I think they generally hate women. <laughs> It's it's okay. I mean, I mean, it's not okay. You know, do some soul searching, figure your life out, whatever. But I just know that these are things I enjoy. I think there's a recurring current. Yeah, dude, Falcon and Winter Soldier is boring, boring. I wanted it to be good because I love Bucky, but it was yeah, it was me. I just I, I I'm all for a, a positive message or a message standing up for a political viewpoint or whatever it's fine i I think that when you have a platform it's important to like stand up and and speak your ideals but i the 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 speech that falcon gives at the end when he embraces being captain america is so like uh it's like he tell he gives this whole speech and it's like what are you supposed to take away from that it's like okay he cured racism no he didn't do anything it's like it could have left that out entirely or just left the the message more overt but it's just like he gives this long speech and it's like, I mean, we could have just got more of him saving people and stuff. That would have been better. Could have actually had a villain in the show. That'd been that'd have been cool. But 
It's yeah, I think I think Falcon and Winter Soldier was poorly done. I think that they blame a lot on COVID, but I think the truth is they just did not have a good plot and they decided to just make it anyway. Make it anyway, force it through just to get the story moving. That's what worries me about the next movie. I think all the way up to Loki, there's really not a lot of good MCU series. They they had some good moments for sure, but it's just there's not a lot of good in them. It was more throwing the characters on screen to appease the public. Yep. And I I think some of it is that we hyped ourselves up. We, we talked and talked and talked. I mean, we're 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 as guilty of it as anybody else, but we've got a million theories about what we're going to see on screen and who's showing up and what actors are rumored and what we're going to get to see. And by the time the thing rolls around, our expectations are so high, there's no way the series can keep up with it. Yeah. And also they film it like a year before we really get to see anything. So it's not like they can go back and refilm it because we're excited about something. They have to go yeah. forward with what they have. What's the guest top five favorite superheroes? Okay. Uh, Landon, what's your top five favorite superheroes? Take your time. Take your time. Dude, Werewolf by Night looks awesome. Uh, I love that they're introducing Man-Thing in there. Uh, Elsa Bloodstone. Uh, the TVA agents are popping up in there, so it's going to tie into Loki. Ah, dude, it's uh, there's, like, and a ton of the characters in that are all just like MCU canon characters that we'll probably see again, which is just really cool. They're just getting this much broader um, supernatural uh, cast into the MCU. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be incredible. And also like Halloween specials, man. Like when was the last time you saw a good Halloween special come out? And Marvel's returning to that. And I think if it's popular enough, we'll start seeing regular Halloween specials. I know nothing about it, but I like werewolves, vampires, all that junk. So I'm going to watch it either way. Um, Who's your number five favorite superhero? Uh, number five. Treehouse of Horror. That's true. I guess my number five <laughs> has to be Red Tornado. Okay. All right. Going DC. Going DC. Um, well, I just remember when I was a kid, we got like the uh, California Raisins holiday special or Halloween specials. We got like Garfield's Halloween special. There was the Peanuts. Like... There was just regular Halloween specials coming out every couple years, and it just hasn't been the thing for, you know, a while. Yeah, I'm not too sure about that. I think it might be because there's been a wider change into an international audience, and Halloween is really as big of a thing as it is in America, and it's much smaller in foreign countries. I would say that uh, maybe not like your Middle Eastern countries as much, but definitely like Norway, Sweden, Denmark, uh, England. Like they all celebrate Halloween because it was uh, it was Samhain originally, which was a, a Norse pagan holiday, um, and then the church co-opted it and and turned all of the uh, Norse pagan symbolism into devil symbolism, and then that became the holiday of uh, Halloween. So. Anywhere that's uh, Judeo-Christian with pagan backgrounds celebrates Halloween. Yeah, I suppose so. I just know it's a way bigger thing in America than is elsewhere. There's definitely a huge war on Halloween. They're they're trying to skip it quicker and quicker every year. Thankfully, we have Spirit Halloween stored invading every town in America trying to keep the, the greatest holiday of the year alive. You've got people that really love it, and then others just hate it. Yeah. 
I really, I like, I loved the idea of trunk or treats. I, I was like, oh man, that's so cool. You get more candy. And then I realized that that's an effort to keep kids from going out going on Halloween on, yeah. and like keep them from doing it. And it's like, never mind. I no longer like <laughs> trunk or treats. It's convenient because it's in one location. But yeah. I like the towns that still have the trunk or treats, but the town still participates. It's just, yes. it's, it's not like when, when I was a kid though. Yeah. I go with my nieces and nephews and it's kind of sad. Dude, my f- the reason Halloween is my favorite holiday is because whenever I was a kid, around like nine or ten years old, my parents started letting me go out with my friends, and I would stay out all night, just running around town. It's like the first real taste of freedom I ever got, and I would just be all over the the small farming community of Earlville, Illinois, just right. hitting as many houses as I could, getting as much candy as I could, finding my friends. We'd run around. It was, I mean, it was a good time. Oh yeah. Um, my family always made Halloween a family thing. Like all the extended family would get together and we'd just walk around like my grandparents' neighborhood all together and all that. Yeah. My uh Nick, my favorite Halloween costume of all time is the crow. I love to dress up as the crow. It's my favorite costume of all time. Landon, what's your number four favorite superhero? Ah, uh, shoot. Um Number four might actually be uh, Fate. Dr. Uh, Fate? Yeah, Dr. Fate. I love how he's just so strict and how he does, so it often clashes with most of the other DC heroes. Yeah, and the fact that he's literally nuts. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Dr. Fate's crazy. I mean, he's uh, a literal god. He's not used to people telling him no. That's that's valid. And uh, so are you so you're a big fan of Dr. Fate. I noticed you've your first two, five and four, both DC. Are you a bigger DC fanboy than Marvel? I wouldn't say so. I just growing up, um, I think DC was more popular when I was younger because um uh, up until 2008, Marvel was in pretty dire financial straits mm-hmm. because I was born in 2000. <laughs> and up until then, they didn't really have as big of a presence as DC because DC was wrapped in everything Warner Bros. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess if I were to mostly talking about nostalgia, DC's definitely up in there. That's funny because I have a lot of strong nostalgia for DC Comics as well because girl, I was born in 82, um, just per- <laughs> shortly before you were born. Uh, but growing up, like it, it, it was right around Crisis on Infinite Earths. A lot of the marketing for DC still had the Earth, uh, Earth 2 Superman, the, uh, Sil- the Gold Age, Golden Age Superman, then the Silver Age Superman, and Superboy. So I grew up with like all these different versions of Superman, all these different versions of Batman, the, or- the Earth 2 Batman that was married to Catwoman. Um, from the the Golden Age, and then the Silver Age Batman, who wasn't, and like all of the Robins, all of the Flashes. You know, you had uh, 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 you had Jay and Wally and Barry, and they're all existing simultaneously. And so there's just so many heroes, and we're we're back there now. You know, like they finally brought most of them back in in a way. But post Crisis, then DC shored up the timelines got serious they're trying to be more adult whatever the fallout from the uh 
um, uh, uh, that's that book that guy that uh, psychologist wrote saying that comic books were turning kids gay. The uh, I know what you're talking about, uh, and I know it led to the Comics Code Authority. Yes, it's the Seduction of Youth. Was the Seduction name of, of the Innocent? Book. Seduction of the Innocent. Yes. Um, uh, post that, DC decided to become very serious, very straight-laced, and their stories got very stagnant and very boring, and Marvel was leaning very heavily into diversity, and that's when we got, you know, the X-Men, and, and some of those, like, cooler characters are starting to get into Vogue, and uh, um, so for me, it, like, started out, I love DC, and then, you know, X-Men hit the the X-Men animated series hit in the mid-90s, and uh, it was just so much more, like, brighter, more colorful, more action, more fighting, more characters. Um, and it was, like, that just supplanted my love for DC. And uh, to this day, I still I love Batman. And Batman's one of my favorite heroes of all time, but uh, Marvel. It's uh, make mine Marvel for sure. Yeah. Who's your number three favorite superhero? Ah, number three. And Nick, I'm dressing up as the crow this year for Halloween. Uh, so I'm, I'm returning to form. I haven't done it in over a decade. I don't know yet because I don't know if I get to go out on Halloween or not. Uh, we're doing a haunted house um, at Speakeasy. I'm most likely working. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Then having a Halloween party after, we think. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Trying to push it on the boss, you know. <laughs> I have no idea when Halloween is, so I don't know if I'll be working. It is a Monday. Monday. So I won't be. There you go. Um, Your number three favorite superhero. Number three? I have to go with Spider-Man. There you go. There you go. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. That's Ben's number one, actually. Yeah. Uh, When I say all these, they're not in any particular order. Number five could be number one or whatever yeah um but yeah spider-man's just always been (laughs) (laughs) nick i cannot wait to see this i'm super excited (laughs) oh that's incredible nick says he's gonna dress up as me for halloween so that's i i need a you need to come see me and b i need pictures like you have a wig or you shave in your hair to match Am I shaving my head to match Nick? Is he shaving his head? So to match Nick you? is already like pretty okay. clean shaven, uh, and uh, so I imagine a mo a pink like mohawk. Yeah, I would like to see that. Me too. I'm just imagining he gets like the cheapest wig imaginable and just paints it pink, not dye. Get like, like spray paint. Pink, yeah, that would work. That would save me money. I, uh, a can of spray paint's a lot cheaper than paying for uh, someone to color my hair every couple months. <laughs> which actually, which ties into Halloween as well. I'm uh, I'm dyeing my mohawk black. Nice. So that's uh, that's coming up soonish, probably in the next week or so. Jet black mohawk eyeliner. Oh yeah, I might have to get some guy liner. <laughs> Go back to my uh, high school roots when I was goth, Danny senior picture yeah <laughs> carry a sword around with me everywhere i go as is the way i wish i could walk the streets with my katanas on me i love those things i just put them on and walk around my house but i can't you, you might be frowned upon now you can carry them down the street but <clears throat> can't unsheathe them ever yeah we'll it's also really hard to drive in a car people. huh we'll either be steampunk people 
or maybe Harry Potter this year. Yeah. We have the steampunk costume, so that'd be cheaper. If you're going to go Harry Potter, are you literally going to dress as Harry Potter, or you just pick characters? Yeah, probably just, just like the robes. Yeah. Cool. I honestly haven't dressed up for Halloween in actually years. I always want to. I just never have time or money or motivation. There you go. Costumes are expensive. Good costumes are expensive. Yes. Unless you can make them, and I'm not that creative. I really like to hit Goodwill and just piece costumes together. It's like Katrina and I like love to just go pick out things and make costumes out of it. So That's probably what we should do. A lot of our cosplays are just shit we found at Goodwill and, and just changed Maybe. around, yeah. Except for my super sweet Batman cosplay. That thing's... <laughs> Yeah, I saw you stitching that one. Yeah, that took some work. But I'm really proud of it, too. It's a really good Batman costume. I've got some work I want to do to it still. I want to add shoulder armor. I think it nice. needs some some big shoulder, like, pauldrons. Yeah. Uh, Any specific Batman you based it off of? or? It is based off of... Uh, there was a run in the comics. Um, it was, I think, like, Batman Year 2 or something like that. Um it's like an Elseworlds, and uh, I actually have an image of the 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 comic I actually based it off of. Let's see. Let me just show it to you, if I can find it. That is. I just remember, like, I was just looking at Batman costumes, and then I came across this image, and I was like, dude, I can make a costume like that. And so I did. And then I 3D printed my helmet, and... Uh, ironed on vinyl and i bought it so it's a tactical batman costume um everything on it is uh knife proof or bulletproof so that if i ever you know was cosplaying and really needed to hit the streets i could if you ever need to actually be a vigilante on the streets you're good to go yep exactly which is my whole life has been geared towards that idea so that's why i I'm trained in six different forms of martial arts. and uh, As Batman, do you still follow the no-gun policy? or I own a gun, but I wouldn't use it in the streets. Ah. Like, Batman owns hunting rifles and shit. So. And actually, in the 50s, Batman carried a gun. Yeah, I remember those uh, older comics. He also didn't have a no-kill rule. Yeah, no, he definitely would just shoot villains. Yep. That's why I like the Punisher. Yeah. Which makes no sense because I like Superman and I know he's, he's a goody two-shoe. Superman is the the biggest pacifist in history. Yeah. I was like, that's my favorite two superheroes and they're very opposite. Yeah, but you're, <laughs> you're only a big Superman fan because of Henry Cavill. That's a lie. I liked Smallville. Oh, I like Smallville. But Alex likes to say it's because of Henry. It's just... A small piece. Ooh, you're on a first name basis, huh? <laughs> oh, that uh, I wish. Me. Have y'all? Do y'all remember the uh, HBO's animation just imploding on itself a few weeks back? No. Oh, um, once Discovery bought uh, HBO and Warner, they cut most of the animation from HBO. Really? Like. They didn't just stop funding this stuff. They removed it from the streaming service. 
Like like what are, specifically? Tons of stuff. They completely removed the last two seasons of Infinity Train. Oh no! You can't get it on the streaming service anywhere. You can't buy it on DVD. There is no way to get it legitimately anymore. Dude, I'm not even caught up on Infinity Train. That sucks. Yeah, the uh, the creator of Infinity Train actually posted on his Twitter a link to one of the piracy sites, which, for legal reasons, I'm saying you should not go to. <laughs> we don't watch that stuff. Uh, Nick, I do believe John Brenthal is coming back to the MCU. I think that there's been enough fan want for that reprisal i think most of the netflix mcu characters are coming back uh with the exception of iron fist yeah i I i watched it the first season wasn't terrible but by season two i just really did not want to finish it yeah i think my biggest and you know i've gone on record but i've got some issues with that series but um the my biggest problem with it is that in two seasons they did two whole seasons of iron fist and he never gets his powers like he just kind of has them they never go into he never goes into full iron fist mode which is just kind of lame man yeah but i uh brought up the hbo thing because they were in the process of making a new superman series oh really yeah but i don't know if it got canceled or not because of this right i haven't heard anything it was a smaller series. It was more of a slice of life Superman trying to find his footing in Metropolis. Really? Which is something you don't normally get. Normally you get Superman finding his footing in Smallville. It just jumps straight from one point to another. Yeah. So I thought it looked pretty interesting in that aspect. So it was still kind of like a young Superman story. Yeah, it was like Superman fresh out of college. With his uh, English degree? Yep. Yeah, I'm trying to find information on it now, but... Let's see. I take way too many pictures. I cannot find this. There's a picture on Facebook, right? Of From... what? You're looking for your Batman costume? No, I'm looking for the image I based it off of. Oh. It's, a, it's like a... It's not a main DC title. It's an alternate because he's facing off against... Um, Deadshot in the in this the panel and it's not the it's not the dc like earth one or dc yeah earth one dead shot it's a different version yep i found the synopsis okay all right it's called my adventures with superman is it like jimmy olsen uh it's clark kent uh, Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen as they live out their 20s in Metropolis oh, ad- adjusting to being adults and figuring out who they are and want to be. So it's like How I Met Your Superman? Yeah. I- I'd probably still watch it. Yeah. Yeah, it looks no, cute. I mean, I've not watched any of the other animated stuff either, though. Ben said he wants the Henry Cavill Doom up there in the further up chats. Does that cover his face? Yep. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's right in this area. Maybe not. Let's see. It's funny. I saved this image forever ago and then started up my cosplay much, much later. Maybe I deleted it. Maybe that's why I can't find it. 
From what I could tell, it looks like it hasn't been canceled. It's still going? Yeah, it looks like it. Well, huh. it's supposed to air in 2023 sometime. Well, is the... Are they moving things over to Discovery? Or... No, they are completely cut off. Shit, dude. Yeah. Here's a got an entire list of everything that's been removed if you want to see it. I do. Give me two more seconds here. I want to scroll just a little bit further so I can find this Batman costume. I'm going to show it to you. I'm like all the way back to 2018. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Oh, 2018. There it is. July 20th, 2018, I saved this with the intent of making my Batman cosplay, which I just finished this year. It's a process. Especially if you're piecing stuff together and doing a lot of sewing. Yeah, Infinity Train, that's a big one. Um, Did they take... Okay, so they didn't take the um, Adventure Time shows off, right? I'm not seeing that. No, I don't think so. And it doesn't look like they took Steven Universe down. No, I think all the big fish they kept, but they just called a lot of the stuff like that. Yeah, this was the image I based that costume off of. Oh, nice. I don't think I have patience to put <laughs> something together, so I'm like, no, just buy the costume. I would eventually like to do cosplay. I just... I put it off so long, and then I'm like, oh, the event's now. I didn't buy, no- <laughs> I didn't buy nothing. Maybe next time. I always think about it, but I never have time or energy. You're not making controversial ones to make Brittany mad, are you? I'm not, no. That's good. <laughs> She said that she found my quiz, like where the website I pulled the questions off of and that it said Black Widow. That's not true because <laughs> it literally, like, I was just like, I need 10 questions. So I just like Googled and I was like, oh, yeah, Betty Ross. Perfect. And I right. put it in there. And then she was like, no, we found your list. It said Black Widow. It didn't. <laughs> it really didn't. I'm sure there's another list out there somewhere that yeah. probably did. <sighs> or, you know. Well, I guess Blake saw it too, so probably. I mean, it's out there. I was going to say, probably Brittany was just looking for a reason to shoot me. Yeah, it was probably that. I'm slightly out of the loop. What question was this? The question was, who has the ability to calm the Incredible Hulk? Ah. And it in the comics has always been Betty Ross, his his wife. but uh, And that was the answer I was looking for. And they were like, oh, it's Black Widow. And I was like, no, no. it's not. <laughs> I would have guessed that, but I haven't read the comics. (laughs) Yeah, so there was some contention about that. And then the next week, when we did Nerd King's Revenge, Brittany asked me the same question, and I was like, it's Betty Ross. And she was like, nope, Black Widow. (laughs) She was looking for some payback. Yeah. Good times, good times. Let's see. Wow, a nerd fight about... Which one is more canon, the comics or the movies? It's the comics. They definitely have been around longer. Yeah. Yeah. My knowledge only goes to the movies, but... Yeah. You gotta assume if I'm asking the trivia question, it's probably it's comic, comic book based, yes. too. Unless I say MCU. 
Yeah, it depends if you're thinking as My yourself. Ear is just so bad. Ooh. But uh, it depends if you're thinking as yourself or you're thinking on terms of your audience. Because, you know, MCU's more popular That's than valid. the comics. That's valid. Um, what's your number two favorite superhero? Ah, shoot. Anybody watching House of the Dragon? You've never watched Game of Thrones. No. Maybe start with House of the Dragon. It's quite good. I just rebelled because everybody watched it and talked about it, so I'm like, I'm not watching it. It's the same reason why I won't watch Dexter. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Everybody was up my ass about how I had to watch Dexter. I've still not watched a single episode. Same reason I haven't watched Breaking Bad. That too. I waited a long time to watch Breaking Bad. It was it was out and on streaming services before I watched the first episode. But I did end up binging it once I started yeah. it. So. Yeah. I, I've been thinking about Game of Thrones, but I'm like, no, i got to stand my ground, but I don't think I'm going to do it. Well, House of the Dragon isn't necessarily Game of Thrones, so yeah. you wouldn't be breaking that. True. And Game of Thrones ends terribly. That and, uh, has also stopped me, because I know how it ends, and I know how mad fans were. So I'm like, yeah, it's garbage. Oh, do I really want to put that much effort into it? And then all of us who didn't watch it were just sitting there smugly. Okay. You haven't watched Game of Thrones either? Nope. I read the books. And I watched the last season so I could see... I watched the first couple of seasons, and then I watched the last season to see how the story ends because George R. R. Martin revealed how the story was going to end to the showrunners so that if he died before he released the last book, they would still know how to finish the show. Well, he lived, and they finished the show anyway. And uh, the ending is crap, and uh, George R. R. Martin was, like, really upset that people were upset that the way the series ended when it came out... And now he's saying that, you know, with some time and some reflection, he's decided to change the ending, which is more like people hated your original ending. So, so you're, you're going to change it. it. Nick Beck says he wants to see a Savage Dragon movie. Hell yeah, dude. Me too. I don't know what that is. So Savage Dragon is one of the original, um, and he would have been great for our top five list, actually. Uh, he, villains turned heroes. So Savage Dragon is a police officer uh, in Chicago. Um, in a city where superheroes, kind of like uh, the boys or Invincible, well, actually, it is in the same universe as Invincible, um, but where superheroes are reality and the police force has to deal with them. So he's found in an alleyway with no memory of who he is. Um, he's super strong. He's green. He's got a dragon scale like Finn on the top of his head. And he becomes a police officer and he starts working for good. And then uh, he's unkillable. Um, he can completely regrow his body from one just one cell. But in those instances, he does lose his memory again. Um, and then uh, he uh, he's just this badass character that's a police officer, and he's partnered with other superheroes or whatever. And uh, it turns out um he was actually the big the big villain of the series he was like his right hand man and they tried to kill him and he got amnesia from it and then became a good guy um but there was a uh there was actually in the 90s a savage dragon cartoon series that that was pretty faithful to the comics but it's an it's an original image comic like spawn um that uh, and like Wildcats and all that, that that got some love for a little while and then kind of went to the side. But I have like uh, comics of like Savage Dragon versus the TMNT where the Ninja Turtles come to Chicago for a weekend or something and they end up fighting the Savage Dragon and 
Like, it's really cool. That would be he, interesting. And he's one of those characters like um, like uh, Judge Dredd, which uh, for every year that his comic was released or out, he, he his storyline moved forward a year. So he started out with uh, he started out single, got married, had kids. Those kids became adults over the course of wh- however long, and then his son became the new Savage Dragon, and he's also a police officer. And it's like. Um, it's just really cool. I like whenever uh, comic characters age, age in real time. Right. Which is a thing that they've been doing in 2080 ever since the introduction of Judge Dredd. Dredd has so aged one year. With for, it. So he's, yeah, he's very old now in the comics. You familiar with Judge Dredd? I'm familiar with Judge Dredd, but mostly... Um, the movies. Yeah, the movie with uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, Carl Urban's movie is quite a bit better. I've heard it's better. I haven't had time to watch it, though. Well... To to this date, and I believe that the original Judge Dredd series started in 2080 in the 70s. To this date, Judge Dredd has never been seen without his helmet on in the comics. And in the first 15 minutes of the Judge Dredd movie with Sylvester Stallone, he takes his helmet off and shows his face. And in the uh... Carl Urban movie, he doesn't. He keeps the helmet on the whole movie. So definitely a much more... Uh, faithful interpretation and uh it's just so much better it's super it's like hyper violent it's uh the storyline's great uh, they basically ripped off the raid uh, the raid redemption you ever seen that no okay uh it's a filipino action movie where this guy gets trapped inside of a, a drug lord's apartment complex and he has to fight his way from the um through the whole building to get out of it and judge dread was just a copy of that but they're both good yeah. they stand up next to each other for sure I mean, both of those premises sound interesting. So. Yeah. Dude, a Wildcats movie would be great. Um, the Wildcats have been folded into DC, though. Uh, that whole Wildstorm universe got bought out um, and was folded into the DC comics, which is why, like, uh, is, it, is it DC or is it? That's DC. Yeah, they all got folded into DC. Um, and then uh, you've got other, like, uh, image characters that have been bought out by Marvel, too. Like Angela, um, who was originally an image character, is now in Marvel Comics, and she's Thor's sister. But, yeah, Wildstorm is a DC imprint now, so they could all be there. What's that from? Of course, the moment you ask me, I blank. <laughs> I am terrible at that game. It'll be a song I love, and then I'll just be like, I don't know, you asked me, so I just lost it all. Because it always happens. Yeah. It's the Smurfs. Yes. It's like movie quotes. I know them until somebody's like, ooh, what's that from? I don't know. i knew right before you asked the question for me it's always when people are like what do you like and i'm like uh like your number one favorite superhero (laughs) i don't know if it's because he's just had so many different versions and somehow most of them still work 
I gotta go with Batman. Okay. There's just been, like I said, so many different versions. Batman is one of my favorite superheroes for sure. Great, now I'm gonna have that stuck in my head. Good job, Danny, you <laughs> jackass. Yeah, there are worse songs to have stuck in your head. That's valid. Uh, you want to name one? <laughs> Teenage Dirtbag. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, please, no, I just got that out of my head. Every time you open TikTok, that's all you hear. Cause I'm just a... Wait, I probably shouldn't sing that. <laughs> well, too late now. You already started it. <laughs> what did I do here? It's always the worst when it's a song you hate. And it's always a song you hate. Yeah. That's true. I rarely get songs stuck in my head that I just love. And I'm like, oh, yeah, God, I'm so glad this song stuck in my head. Nope. The only way to get it out is to listen to it on repeat. Is to smack yourself in the head with a hammer. That too. Gotta let the demons out. And trepidation works occasionally. In what now? Um, That's too big of a word. I'm pretty sure it's called intrepidation. It's one of them $5 words. <laughs> it was the like this medieval practice of essentially just drilling a hole in your head to let out demons. Oh, okay. Sounds painful. But I ever remember um, seeing something on or hearing something from... I was, Jesus Christ, Danny, use your words. I was uh, listening to an episode of Lore the other day, and I think they were talking about that. I just remember the original concept of the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. That was what happened in the episode. Or was it the student film that inspired it? I can't remember. I'm blanking. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your word for it because I also can't remember. Danny really loved the song, What Would You Do With the Drunken Sailor? You son of a bitch. <laughs> Every fucking time. I hate that song. When when Nick and I work together, he'll just randomly start singing it. Trepanation, not intrepidation. Trepanation. Trepanation. Imagination. <laughs> said Nick would constantly play Drunken Sailor. He would sing it. And I would get stuck in my head, and then he would just laugh maniacally. Cause Did he know all the verses? He knows enough of them, for sure. <laughs> He probably knows the whole song, actually. Who doesn't love a good sea shanty? Uh, I I don't mind a sea shanty from time to time. I don't want them stuck in my head constantly. There's only one I know, but I can't remember the name of it. It was popular on TikTok a while back. Can you hum us a few bars? No, because as soon as I said it, I lost all of it about whale hunting which i don't like <laughs> but it's still a good tune you don't like whaling nope i like animals i don't like to think about how we kill them what would you do with a drunken sailor <laughs> stupid nick stupid <laughs> did you really get stuck in your head yes it's all i've been able to think about since he said it <laughs> I'm over here just like drawing and changing things and humming it's just it. Rolling back and forth. Inside my brain. Early in the morning. 
Hey, hey, and up a rising. Hey, hey, and up a rising. <laughs> hey, hey, and up a rising early in the morning. I'm surprised Nick could do that over one message. He knows me. <laughs> he gets me, that guy. I guarantee you he's still giggling wherever he's at, whatever he's doing. He's he's just laughing to himself. Like, ah, I got him. Just ugly satisfied with what he's done. Yep. It's probably actually I was talking about um I was talking about Firefly a couple weeks ago, and this is probably his revenge, if I had to guess. You not a fan of Firefly or I am a fan of Firefly, but uh, Nick and another of our friends, uh, he used to be a host on the show as well, Jared, um, have like the entire series memorized, and I don't. I watched it one time and was good. And so they would quote it back and forth to each other, and I'd be like, yeah, I, I know these things from the series because I watched it too. And then they were like, you don't like it. And I was like, I do. I, I really like Firefly. I, just, I don't know all the quotes. You're just not a super fan. Huh? I've never watched that one either. Firefly's good. Definitely worth watching. I watched the movie, like yeah. a friend's house, once. I just had it on, and they were just chilling, doing certain activities. I will not say on the podcast. I now I need to know. What were they murdering someone? What's a? They were, were they part- smoking the reefers. They were partaking in an herbal supplement. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. I know the rating's PG-13, but I don't know how strict of a... The government is selling weed now. It's (laughs) PG-13, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fair. Yeah, it definitely doesn't have the stigma that it had whenever I was a kid. You know, it's uh, very different. It's not just for dirty hippies now. It's for... (laughs) It's for everyone. Yeah, it's for... Contributing members of society. Yeah, you grew up in the heavy, heavy dare era. Yes. Yeah, I went through the dare program. I, I went to Tucson Mall of a school. We didn't have dare. Not that I remember anyway. Really? We, uh, I think by and large, the entire class of kids I went to school with all smoked weed. Was, you know, dare I mean, didn't keep us away from it. No. Dare's considered a huge failure. failure. Yep. Yeah. They they pushed kids more into doing drugs than away from it, um, and also like, uh, um, never mind, I lost it. Um, the Dare program has some interesting history because it actually followed up another program that was also a huge failure. Which was what? I don't remember. But they essentially gathered all their data and was like, hey, listen, if you want to do this effectively, you got to follow our data, take our advice. Yeah. And the people at DARE basically said, no, we don't need to take any of that. And they basically failed the exact same way the first program did. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, like they said in uh, uh, Workaholics, if you don't learn from History Channel, you're failed to repeat History Channel. <laughs> What am I supposed to learn from History Channel now? I guess how to remodel your house. That's like the big thing on History Channel, isn't it? And uh, wait, it's the Learning Channel that has Ancient Aliens, right? I don't remember. 
Maybe. Won't surprise me. Is it Aliens. National Geographic stuff that's on Disney Plus? Or is it History yeah. Channel? It's National Geographic. Yeah, National Geographic's on Disney Plus. I like watching that stuff, but it also puts me to sleep. Yeah. It's like I'm learning, but then I fall asleep and don't really retain it. Well, then you fall asleep and you learn it through your dreams. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice thought anyway. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's nice. He, in a <laughs> Nick, I swear to God. Nick Becker! <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> How's the designs coming along? Pretty well. Yep. Got it do what I wanted it to. Hmm, that's a problem. What? 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 Just Nick going, well, my day is complete. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he succeeded in life today. He can go to sleep happy, knowing he's messed with your head. Yeah. Asshole. I'm done humming it, Nick. Jerk. Give us a new song, please. Cause I'm just a teenage dirtbag baby. Well, you decided you wanted to make it worse. <laughs> you asked for a new song. Heather asked for a new song. So for those of you still hanging out, all two of you, um, <clears throat> next week we will be doing top five uh, villains turned heroes. And uh, in Terror Bang, uh, Revenge... Uh, where they get to shoot me with a Nerf gun. So there's that. That will be entertaining. Yeah, till I bring my semi-auto. <laughs> Give them some payback. If this becomes a thing, I'm going to be so aggravated. He's <laughs> just going to start mentioning that at the beginning of every show. Hey, I could get the President of the United States of America song Peaches stuck in your head, and now you have. And hey, now you have. That, that's better. It's a gift, just for you. Well, that gets stuck in Nick's head. I think that gets stuck in everyone's head. What is the catchiest song to get stuck in anyone's head? <laughs> I know the answer to this. <laughs> Do we want to know the answer? <laughs> well, I'll give you a hint. Uh, I'm never going to give you up. I'm never going to let, let you, you down. down. I'm never going to run around and desert you. <laughs> never going to make you cry. Never going to say goodbye. Never gonna tell a lie and hurt you. We've been together for so long. You're welcome. That was beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. And so on key, it's content identifiable. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And
when I ask you how I'm feeling. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. Never gonna make you cry. Never gonna say goodbye. I'm so glad I'm the one who got you started on this. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure everyone else is appreciating you as well. Is it better than the sea shanty, though? I don't think so. Oh. Are we ever going to see a new Hulk movie? They're working on it right now. They're waiting on uh, uh, Paramount. No, Universal. They're waiting on Universal to release the movie rights. So they're already in a period where they have to revert back to Marvel, but they don't get them back officially until 2025. So I think what we're seeing is that the MCU is gearing up to tell a Hulk solo film in the next three years. Can they start recording before they have the movie rights? Like have a movie saved up and ready to go the moment they get the rights? Yes. Yeah, there's nothing keeping them from doing that. As long as they don't release it, it's not breaking any rules. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be Planet Hulk or are they going to lead up to that? The prevailing theory is that we're going to get World War Hulk coming out of the Hulk stuff that they're doing in She-Hulk right now. So we'll see. Alrighty. Hopefully that's the case. They're also um, strongly, they strongly believe that we're going to get both uh, Edward Norton and Eric Bana back in Secret Wars as different versions of the Hulk. That would be neat. Yeah. How many different versions of the Hulk are there? Because... Are you asking how many cinematic versions of the Hulk are there, or in like MCU can or in Marvel canon, how many different versions of the Hulk are there? I'm asking about different Marvel canon. Now I'm not talking about different versions of the Bruce Banner Hulk because I know there's Gray Hulk and all that, but I'm talking individual separate Hulks. So Amadeus Cho was a Hulk. Um, he was the eighth smartest man in the world. Uh, Bruce Banner's original Green Hulk, or the Bruce Banner Hulk. There's the Red Hulk, who has been both Thunderbolt Ross and then a second person later got turned into Red Hulk. There's Hulk Vereen, which is a soldier who is a combination of Wolverine and Hulk. He's got adamantium claws and the ability to turn into a big gray Hulk. Um, there is, uh, you could consider him a version of the Hulk, but he's actually a Skrull, but Hulkling. He's a Skrull, um, uh, uh, Cree hybrid. Um, then you've got Scar, son of Hulk. Then you've got Red She Hulk, She Hulk, and then there's a third She Hulk, which is an alternate reality version of um, uh, Hulk. It's Hulk's daughter from an alternate reality. Um, Lyle. Lyra, I think is her name. Um, so that's ten. Um, would you consider an would you consider the abomination a version of Hulk? I would because isn't he normally created using Hulk's DNA in some way? He's at least in some process akin to the way Hulk is made. Okay, so we're at ten. Then we have Abomination, who is the Hulk villain, and then there was A Bomb, which is Rick Jones, the guy that um, the teenager that 
Bruce Banner saved that caused him to turn into the Hulk in an abomination form. So that's 12. Then you also have... Uh, these are... Well, they're not... You don't want to do variations of Bruce Banner. So then there's also... Um, um, Doc Sampson, who is who was uh, Bruce's psychiatrist, and then he got infused with gamma radiation and gained super strength as well, um, and green hair. Uh, there is a gamma radiated zombie character in um, Amazing Spider-Man, who uh, Spider-Man actually killed. He was a gamma radiated zombie. And uh, Spider-Man had to defeat him, and he's technically a Hulk, but not a Hulk because he, you know, he's a Hulk. He's gamma irradiated. Um, and one of the cool things is after Spider-Man defeated that zombie version of uh, the Hulk, um, Mary Jane asked him, like, since you could, how did you know to do that? And he's like, well, when all of us superheroes hang out, we keep an eye on each other and we check out and see if we can figure out each other's weaknesses because every so often one of us turns bad. And she was like, Peter Parker, are you telling me that you can defeat the Hulk? And he said, yes, but I have to kill him to do it. It's kind of dark. Spider-Man's a badass, man. Um, let's see. I, There's I still, more. I still want to see that Andrew Garfield not pulling punches. Yeah. I really hope they make it. I asked this about the Hulks because how many could you feasibly see coming in possible Hulk movies? Um, I think that with the introduction of the MCU and the broader Marvel canon, I think that we are bound to eventually get every version of what we've seen in the comics on screen. I think that's the truth of what what's coming is that we're going to get every Elseworld story every as they try to milk comic canon for every penny that it's worth we're going to get everything eventually and I think that we are also probably not in the next decade but I bet um, in the next two decades we will get an on-screen Marvel vs. DC crossover I think. What's the name of the character that's whole purpose is to keep those two apart? You would ask that. Uh, you need to write the trivia questions for next week. He was, yeah. Uh, if I'm asking too many from, questions. No, it's okay. That's from the Marvel and DC, uh, Marvel versus DC crossover. He's a, he's like a... Uh, a character owned by both. I remember that Yeah. Much. Um, I honestly don't remember his name. I don't. Uh, God, there's so many more gamma irradiated. Like, the leader would be a version of the Hulk, so that's 15. There's a lot, actually, because there's Madman, who's another gamma irradiated enemy. Like, the majority of the... Does, uh... If somebody just happens to get powers from gamma radiation, does that make them a Hulk? I would say it makes them a version of the Hulk. I mean, they they went through the same process. All right. Or do you do you well you included Abomination? Yes. And Abomination isn't a Hulk. Yeah. So yeah, by guess... that metric, anyone with gamma irradiated powers. Yeah, I guess about so. Yeah. I could just keep going. There's got to be probably a hundred of uh, gamma irradiated characters like Bi Beast. 
who's a, a Hulk and She-Hulk enemy that's got two heads. He's twin brothers, and it's a head and a head. And they, call themselves, they call themselves Bi-Beast. Yeah, he's orange, and he's got a face here, and then another face up here. And I remember I was I was reading a She-Hulk comic one time where they fight each other, and she, she's like, Bi-Beast, huh? I've got some friends that are bi. It's like... <laughs> What in the terrible writing is is that supposed to be? Access. Yep. Yeah, because they did the uh, Access storylines afterwards where, um, because, uh, was it Jubilee and Robin were dating? And Access was taking them back and forth between the Marvel and DC universes to see each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which Robin? Uh, it was the Tim Drake Robin. Gotcha. Was dating Jubilee. I can see it. Oh, Nick. Oh, Marvel zombies would be a nice to see in a movie. Uh, They are doing a Marvel zombies uh, Disney Plus series that... Um, these like what if zombies i think it's gonna be it's not gonna be that same universe because there's two different marvel zombies universes in the marvel comics there's one that comes from the ultimates comic line and then one that is uh from the main 616 um and i think that this next marvel zombies is going to take place in an alternate timeline than the one from what if because they they pretty much wrapped that timeline up in the what if series there's supposed to be a season two right yes yeah they're doing a season two of what if and actually it was just announced uh, and this might dip into blake's rumor mill a little bit but it was just announced that um robert downey jr is going to reprise his role as iron man for the next season of what if that would be cool agreed I get the actors like eventually being done with roles, but then it's it's sad too. Definitely, you're so used to them, and you're like, no, just just keep making movies. And that, and we only in. got them for so long, you know. That's the saddest thing to me is that we once those characters who are cast perfectly come and go, now we have to have them recast, and it's never going to be that again, you know, yeah. like. In the comics, we're lucky enough that every time Tony Stark or or Captain America or somebody dies or gets old or loses their powers or becomes an alcoholic or whatever, they will be back eventually. It just takes a proper story and a good writer. But you can't just bring Robert Downey Jr. back as Iron Man after he's dead. You know, like there's only a, a matter of time. Well, if those deep fakes get better and better, then who knows? Yeah, I can agree to that. Or just, you know, another version from a different world. There's that, too. Yeah, but I think I'd rather the actors go out on a high mark than drag the character to the ground. Bring him back just because people wanted him, and then it just is disappointing. Yeah. can agree with that. I don't remember if we talked about it on here or if I read it somewhere. But I think they originally wanted to, like, kill off a bunch of the main characters in Endgame. I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh that was a thing. The Dark Claw character was the best thing to come from the DC Marvel crossover. I think Dark Claw and Hyena 
which was a hybrid of Joker and Sabretooth. I, I also really loved that character. And Spider-Boy was kind of fun. Superboy and Spider-Man mashed together. <laughs> uh, Really, that's it, though. The rest of them were kind of lame. Super Soldier was uh, really bad. Superman and uh, Captain America mashed together, and it was basically still just Captain America. I mean, their personalities were already pretty similar, so. Yeah. But he couldn't, like, fly or, you know, leap tall buildings in a single bound or whatever. He just had Superman's shield instead of Captain America's. Like, his shield, like his Captain America shield was the Superman symbol. Oh, goodness. Yeah. So it's even less effective? <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, and the top of his head, like, the, the mask, the opening was open, so you could see his blonde hair. Do you guys remember, and uh, I'm more talking to you, Landon, but did you ever read the Stan Lee Presents uh, where he came to DC and rewrote the DC characters? Yes, and I really remember his take on Batman. Yes. Where it was a dude in <laughs> They're all bad, but yeah. <laughs> bat costume. So he basically gave Batman Spider-Man's origin. He was uh, kind of. It was like Luke Cage and Spider-Man mixed together. He was a prisoner who, uh, in a jail who worked out, got in like, incredibly good shape, got out of jail, became a professional wrestler. His professional wrestling identity was the bat, and then went on to become a superhero in his wrestling costume. Yeah. Yeah. And he wrote Nightwing. Nightwing was something entirely separate that made, like, no sense. And uh, what was the – Shazam was a genie. Remember that? He was a little boy with a genie, and the genie was what fought crime. Uh, Superman was basically Superman's original origin. He had come to Earth, and gravity was different, so he could lift heavy things but he couldn't fly or anything. Uh, the Flash. Where did the Flash's powers come from? It was like a rainbow light ability. And when, because the Flash was a girl. And when she ran, she left a rainbow streak behind her. Yeah. I, I have all of the, the issue ones of this. They're, they're bad. It was really bad. <laughs> they're bad, but in an amazing way. Right. Well, it's like, you know, 80 something year old stan lee like what if i had written dc comics instead of marvel comics this is they're like really hokey all of the characters have uh uh um what's that thing where the words start with the same letter um alliteration alliteration so all their names are alliterations like bruce banner and peter parker you know guys we're uh we're past our hour and a half mark you want to you want to call it oh wow yeah well, thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight uh, for Comically Inclined. Sorry it was not a conventional episode, but we will be back next week with uh, all of our usual fun. And uh, you know what? We love you guys, and we'll see you later. Mm-hmm.